0: I believe in the good things coming, 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 coming. I believe in the good things coming, 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 coming. Out of darkness, light are pumping, 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 pumping. Into white light, all things running, 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 running. And we are on with Waking with Aurea. Good morning, good evening, Hello. In the studio in front of me, there's a smiling face, big smiling face, Megwin, Megwin White. Now, I got to give credit to Megwin. I just realized it too, just walking down here, how such a big part of the reason why I'm doing this is because of you. Mm. Yeah, because you have helped me realize how precious, important, sacred... Uh, wonderful. My voice is, or voice is in general, as a tool for awakening, a tool for embodying oneself fully. Mm. And while I've always had a, a secret love affair with my voice, perhaps, mm. I never really actualized it. I never did anything about it. So it was really shortly after our intense work together that weekend I think it was a couple months later where I signed up for this podcast where I started doing it and I just wanted to acknowledge that because sometimes we need support from sometimes a lot of times we need support from someone else we need support from we need a recognition a reflection a reminder from another human being that tells you hey use your voice it's important so and when I met you when I met Megwin she was, still is, very excited about her work as a, I don't know, evangelist for the art, <laughs> specifically, uh, to use to use art or to allow art to in someone's waking process. It wasn't, uh, it, w- it wasn't a separate entity. Art waking up, being yourself fully, was all the same language for Megwin when I met her and quite frankly i did not consider myself as an artist until recently until recently meaning i didn't see the correlation until i realized that i am an artist of my own life who i am is art meaning the art itself for me has become about supporting myself using my art my skills my heart the fact that my goal and my mission in life like so many others is to do good to do good to provide value and the art is about supporting oneself through your gifts and at least that's how I'm presenting it right now in the show I am, I have been noticing that the art and music and doing good and spirituality and all that good stuff have had such a negative connotation as if you cannot support yourself doing your art you what's your day job people ask me all the time uh, what else do you do what else what do you do to support yourself and it's i'm so proud to say that i've had the support and the courage and this i don't know Whatever the oomph inside may be, to ignore all of that over the past three years and embody myself as an artist that's supporting himself and my family through my art. And that conversation is something that I just want to keep talking about and I just want to keep sharing because it's not luck and it's not, you know, a, a talent or skill that one has more than someone else, although we all have our own unique fingerprint we all have our unique essence and yet the quest for freedom Mm. the quest for transcendence which literally means to go beyond yourself to go beyond the ordinary is built into all of us we uh, life split us into seven billion different expressions so we can all share our own light in our own unique way but specifically to encourage and empower others to do theirs because together our goal is to create self-sustaining communities. Together our goal is to actually enjoy this life, to actually enjoy the magic that life has to offer us. So, ah, freedom. Freedom used to be, uh, people thought of freedom up, 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 like the ability to do whatever you want that's the thing that's, that's been the thing people wanted you know more money for what to just do whatever they want and the truth is that twist that uh, that promise of freedom and money as a power as a tool to just do whatever you want is wrong it's not natural real freedom is the ability to format your life around what you love real freedom is the ability and the gift formatting your life around your love around your art and everything keeps bringing me back to New York City you know I came from Israel at 14 to New York I left to California I thought that I'll never be back and of course I'm coming here it's 2015 I live in New York with a family and I'm loving it and the more people I meet, I realize that I'm loving New York because of the type of people that it's drawing. That it's drawing. And it's all artists and musicians and, play, and people who who allow their inner essence or at least want their essence, their automatic self, that part of you that just shines automatically without thinking about it. Just the courage to want to share that and having the vision and imagination to hopefully be able to support yourself doing that is the reason why people come here and it works it actually works the biggest difference is the belief systems and the community that that, that's around us uh, that stands in the way whether we can support ourselves doing art or not and what we need is more examples more models and more motivation, inspiration, rather mm. real people that are actually supporting themselves during their art. And that's why I brought you here on the show today, Megwin. And today it's kind of funny how I called, I sent in the show summary and I think I'm actually going to stick to the show summary today. It may actually happen where for once the first time where, uh, <laughs> You know, I I call it, you are a consciousness artist. And before we go to this next segment, uh, to Megwin, I want to talk about that for a minute. A consciousness artist. If you take consciousness and you just feel into it, feel into what consciousness really is and really means. Consciousness is your collective experience of life. It's how you generate meaning in your life right now consciousness is the part of you that's beyond your physical mental emotional or even spiritual experience it's the part that connects it all together the part of you in the center and the nexus of your experiences that is the part that brought you here that wakes you up that is connected to the intelligent infinite wisdom of life And consciousness is always experiencing your life through the dance of opposite and complementary. That dance of yin and yang, push and pull, masculine and feminine. Consciousness is that dance. And the direction of the dance generates a multitude of experiences in your life. Waking into consciousness, waking up, enlightenment, whatever you want to call it, coming into consciousness, coming into your body, knowing that you are the artist of your life, you are generating your expression, you are generating your consciousness, you are being conscious of your divinity, you are being conscious of your essence as a creator, you are being conscious of your opposite and complementary energies. For example, as an artist, you have the capacity to share your art, to, sh- you know, to be like a, a beacon of expression where you're expressing and sharing. And at the same time, you have the capacity to surrender, to listen, to embrace. That is the two extreme of life, the ability to express and the ability to surrender and embrace and share in someone else's expression. At the same time, just like you can be in your body, you can be here and be present, feel yourself fully, you also have the ability to surrender into the unknown, into the spiritual component of life. As a consciousness artist, you are continuously weaving and shaping your own personal cosmology of belonging through that dance of expressing and sharing, being here and being accepting of everything else. If you get stuck in any of them, that's when you feel alone, selfish, you get sick, whatever it may be. The art, the magic of life is that we are consciousness that is becoming more and more aware of itself and as we are becoming aware of our own dance and how we generate this magical experience of life and how we have the capacity the ability and the responsibility to weave our story to generate our expression in a way that's welcoming embracing others and at the same time sharing our unique essence being in our body and not being stuck in it, accepting and embracing spirituality and not only living there during our art, but knowing that sharing and embracing and surrendering to the world is important so they can truly experience our art. And that dance, that fine magical dance is what ultimately waking up is all about, what this show is about, and what being an artist of consciousness is like, or feels like for me. I have embraced and accepted my own role as an artist of consciousness and guide because as i become present and i as i get present into my own art my own expression my own capabilities and capacities to share and express to be here and to embrace the mystery i realize that art is creating energy containers that allow for transcendence creating energy containers that allow that evoke that space in you, in others, that allows for the embrace, that allows for the mystery, for the surrender. And that's where all the beauty and magic comes out. This is why we're here. Ah. And that's a wonderful realization, acceptance, place to be. I am almost 35. I have a kid, a partner. And it feels like a really great time to embrace and accept my role, my artistic self and the dancer of consciousness that is me and that is the expression and experience of everyone and everything that is alive, consistently dancing between the light and the dark, consistently jumping through life and death happiness and sadness and everything in between. We'll be back after a few minutes with Megwin White. In the moon of the garden trees I was gifted new eyes to see all of the shifting shape and ways you can be Wake the dreams into
1: realities Wake the dreams into realities
0: The freedom to format your life around what you love. Sounds so good, right? And I remember going to seminars and sitting in rooms and listening to stuff like that, you know, about freedom and, you know, all, all, all the good stuff beyond the horizon. And I remember yearning for these days yearning for the times or for the era where i will and would do what i want to do from a place of heart where i support myself being present and available to other people and lately it's been more and more clear to me that it's not merely about my availability it, as much uh, it's about my expression how i made myself available to work with people full-time three years ago and yet the joy and the momentum and the magic that I experience the most is when I express myself when there is room for me to just be on and be automatic and it creates a container for people to have their permission and their freedom so they can entertain their own expression, so they can make room and make space for their own magic. And yet, the example always comes from me doing so. The example comes from me taking the time or having the courage to express myself. And I wanted to... I'm 30, as I said, I'm almost 35 and I've been wanting to share and wanting to put stuff up online for at least 15 years consciously. And yet, 2015, 15 years later, this is the first time ever that I have, I don't know, about 18 hours worth of recorded material online due to this podcast. Now, that's 15 years without anything, zilch, even though technically speaking... I had all the capabilities and I maybe I even had the talent but I definitely had the technical know-how how to do all of this stuff so it wasn't the excuse of I don't know what to do I don't know how to do it was probably timing that's the most spiritual uh, best answer I can give but whatever if we look timing aside let's look at the main difference of why right now I have stuff online and truth is i wouldn't have anything online if it was still up to me to hit publish the real reason why i have stuff online is because the guy sitting to my left sam libowitz who runs this station is the one that records this and hits publish so it's apparent to me that having a support team without Megwin talking me up and sam libowitz hitting publish this would be just another hour of me rambling somewhere. And I've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of ramblings. The difference is having the team, having support, having the encouragement, having the space to do what I do and not have to make such an effort and have discipline to do the stuff that I don't want to do, like hitting publish. So giving Sam credit aside, I want to bring in Meg went to the conversation in any way she wants to come in however what has been your experience with artists and entrepreneurs and people and seeing the difference between those who actually publish their stuff or not
1: It's a wonderful question, and I can relate very much to your story about having these visions of wanting to share your art with the world and having it be somewhere locked in a closet. (laughs) Totally can relate to that. But I disagree that it's timing. I think that it has a lot to do with releasing patterns of shame in our bodies because our voice is actually rooted in our body and the process of you putting yourself out there creating community reaching out to others feeling others and getting to experience that visceral connection to yourself through your voice mm. is a process of peeling the onion mm. you know and so that's what I respect so much about you, and I think that's why we get along so well. We really enjoy peeling each other's onions. <laughs> you know? It's true. But I think that art is one of the fastest ways to peel the onion with ourselves and with others. It's, it, it allows for that complexity, right? It's not so easy to just say, let go of your fear. Right. Get out there. Express yourself, right?
0: So what do you consider art?
1: What? Oh, wonderful question. Art for me is a matrix. Hmm. So you can have it in many different forms. A conversation can actually be art. Hmm. Our conversation right now is art.
0: So it's, is, it a, is there an intention behind art that makes it art? Is, a, is there an act of surrender? Is it
1: Art is being conscious of the matrix. Hmm. that that is around us. You and I both create a unique imprint and our voices create a unique imprint. But it's only when we step fully into that when we start to align ourselves with that imprint. Oh, I love that. Right?
0: I love that. I, I, I have a confession. I had my first voice lesson a couple of days ago and it shocked me almost how... The entire hour she was just talking to me about letting go. So I said, Oh my god, I come back to this again So yes. The Matrix, it's weaving the matrix with our
1: Okay, so let's take it a little bit less maybe out of the esoteric realm for a moment. Boo. Just for a moment. Okay. No no no. It's it not all I'm comes joking. back to of that course. anyway. <laughs> but just a wait, an entry point into it okay. so that it's not in the abstract. So when you think of a moment where you're about to have like me getting onto this show, like feeling all this energy, this excitement, yeah. Ooh. what will I say? What will we talk about? Right. So I'm conscious of that energy in my body. And sometimes that energy can contract me into my shame. If I follow the stories of well, you're not going to know what you're going to say. Right. And that energy can contract and lock my voice in. Mm. But that's a kind of pressure that actually makes it more interesting to a certain degree, right? Yeah, yeah. So our consciousness, our awareness of, God, wow, I feel this contraction, this fear of expressing myself and actually dropping into feeling it, to listening to it, to receiving it first. And then consciously, like, making love, expanding out against it and finding that unique blueprint and, you know, as we bring voice, as we bring language to it, this is a unique technology that we actually hold as human beings to create and form language. Right. So when you asked about, you know, intention, I think absolutely intention is so important in the creation of art. It allows us to drop more easily in to those matrix expressions that want to come, Hmm. you know, inside of the embodied art project, we work through the, through the Facebook portal. And normally a Facebook post is something that gets kind of lost on the feed. It goes out into the abyss of nowhere, but there's some things that are amazing and wonderfully expressed inside of that portal. So what we do is we'll create an alignment around a a specific theme, for instance, so we'll have a theme that's focused on fear. And yeah. people can, can submit around that particular theme. And then we collect that information and bring it into what's called an Evernote, which is a way of threading that consciousness together. So it's really that project was birthed because I decided to care <laughs> enough to record people's expression. I decided that it was actually an important thing to not just let it go to not just let it fall into right. the abyss
0: so you cared but you actually took action
1: i took action it was yeah. more
0: important than your fear
1: yes i i cared and i got excited i got titillated by the taking of action too so it was something that turned me on i couldn't help doing it to a certain degree okay I, so i so i want to mention this because i think that people's art is in their actually orgasmic energy hmm. right it's where you're you're turned on and There's so much shame in our society around that turn on because the sexual is rooted in the same place. It's all it's sexual and creative, but it's actually felt also in that same area. So there's a lot of shame in our culture around that kind of excitement. And but anyway, just getting back to that gives
0: me a really good window rather to what you were saying how when you're sitting down and you feel that contraction or you feel that place of nervousness and a little anxious energy before doing art mm. and how you you play with that resistance. You, you use the resistance. You surf. You glide on that. And that brought me... I, I was less clear about it until you mentioned and how closely related or felt it is to our sexual and creative energy. Because that's that same space of playing with opposites and complementary energies, mm. and surfing the resistance and using it to actually excite us. Yeah. Okay. It's that's, yeah. That's practical to use actually to use the nervous energy. I like what you said. You felt it felt like a contraction, but instead you were using it like a trampoline of sorts to... Express
1: well when you know when we have an amazing erotic experience with a lover. Mm-hmm. There's a kind of excitement in that, right? right? And there's fear. There's an fear and in intimacy, but yet that's where all our growth is, right? So when you feel that energy of fear rising up inside of you and that contraction, instead of so this is the this is the key shift that happened with you and I, is that instead of falling into the mask. The mask is like basically sitting into the the lounge chair of accepting the contraction. Right. So instead of that, you actually kind of open up. You open the window. You reveal yourself. You get naked a little bit. Just mm. enough. And you start to build a tensile force of expression. And that expression then serves you in all the other areas of your life. And... You know, we're living in this time of the internet which is really going to be the time of art reemerging into people's lives um, because we have it at our fingertips. We have hot thousands of artistic applications on our phone. All sorts of ways to transmit and express the language of art through this matrix pattern of the internet. And so the only one holding us back is that contraction back into that mask.
0: When we come back in a minute, we're going to talk about the structure and technology and how to use it. So tap me out and tap me into you. Heal my brain and my body too. balance my chemistry. Hydrate these cells because the body talks and
1: meditation helps. The body talks in meditation helps.
0: If there 's any crisis going on, it is the crisis of imagination in our society. the biggest challenge that people are having with the ability to support ourselves and get into a life where we form. It format are formatted around what we love is our imagination it's a crisis of our inability to imagine beyond ourselves and a way to help that a way to support community building and freedom of imagination is through the art is through giving and allowing space for people to express themselves to be free and I love where this conversation is going because now using technology that right now we may take for granted because we're just used to our Facebook and a few things that we do use on it however the infrastructure the structure that's available right now for people uh, to express themselves and build community is like never before Megwin is a pioneer in that field Megwin uses social media right You use social media to create structure to enable I and mean, empower art period whether it's people expressing and creating or people enjoying and getting inspired uh, I'd love to hear a little bit about your use of technology and more importantly your vision for it because we talk about it now in five years we'll see that that's what's happening so mm. I'd like to say and experience it here
1: Mm. This is a really rich subject, Um, but technology is really what allows, or I believe is what going, is what is going to allow us to bridge into this state of being consciousness artists because it's going to allow us to manifest the patterns that connect us Mm. through our art. So that can manifest in so many ways. I like to really set up the frame of looking at technology through the lens of intimacy. If you start to look at technology through the lens of intimacy, it will change your life. Tell, tell us more. Well, we look at technology right now in sort of the old paradigm mostly. We're sharing information, it's very flat, right? It's very linear for most people, um, it's a tool. Hmm. But when you look at, I mean, you can, can pick many different examples of this, but if you look at video, you know, video conferencing, Skype technology, or Google Hangout actually is an even more interesting one to look at because Google Hangout, for instance, allows you to have uh, a medium to connect with others and also to experience the body energy and so what what happens with sometimes with, with people inside of that expression is they'll sort of lean back and see it as a flat expression but you can lean into that you know we did a project where we created a dance party through Google Hangout hmm. and so what if you know, at, at a particular point in your day, you agree to jump on to a Google Hangout with your best girlfriends or best guy friends or just friends. Right. And you just decide, let's dance to our favorite song. Right. Let's just explore. That creates a magnetic energy that allows people to experience that connection. Right. I'm far away, but I'm still connected.
0: And, and like you just said, that is intimacy.
1: That is intimacy. Again, looking at it through the lens of intimacy rather than as a marketing tool. I'm going to so jump onto this
0: thing and sell this product. So true. I, I must jump on that and say that this, this week is the first time in my life that I used video as a message. To the, when I had a message to post to the community. And I realized in that moment that the most intimate way would be to do a video. And it was using or looking at technology through intimacy. And you're 100% right. Well, I can say timing in the big picture because everything has timing. The only difference between me doing the video and posting it this week than all the previous years of having hundreds of hours recorded on video and pressing publish was leaning into my fear and shame. And now with the work that I've done and with the support that I have, perhaps... It was a natural step for me. I just hit record and pressed send. Although it, it followed years of work where I acknowledged places of shame in my body and embraced them. And actually used it as a, whatever the words you used before, as, a, as an as a energy for expression actually and using it using that resistance to express myself even more fully and even more intimately and i've never seen it like that so thank you for clarifying that is using looking at technology through intimacy and not as a marketing tool because that's where we get lost again trying to be someone else
1: right shame thrives in fear and hiding so as doing something as simple as just sharing a video of yourself talking to the people that you love and saying something that's important to you um, is an incredibly powerful way to peel through that layer of shame that keeps us in hiding. Hmm. And it's... Through um, the power of technology is that it amplifies that energy. It amplifies that resistance. That's why public speaking is so powerful. That's why getting up on stage and being seen by an audience is so powerful. Because we, we need to be seen also in our shame. We need to be loved and accepted. And and we need the feeling that our, our, our community says, you know what? You're not perfect. Hmm. And I so love you. You're so held the internet for me is a womb and our consciousness of that womb matrix that reaching leaning into our fear finding the matrix patterns that connect us will actually allow us to fully embody the experience of being inside of that womb
0: mm, i love that and it gives us such a immediate reality uh, and, and that that wound because you know the people who support us are right there with us the people who trigger our fear and shame they'll still be there for us and it's a continuous cycle it's a continuous opportunity to grow mm. to grow to thrive to be seen i've been sending emails and doing things that support Myself and my family for about four years now and yet that one video I sent out got more I don't know views and reached more people and more engagement than any of the other stuff I've been doing for four years now again maybe three months ago my level of shame hasn't been as embraced and loved on g- enough for me to be able to do that mm. so it's been my work and my practice to express myself more and more and that's something that i want to remind people or encourage people and maybe you have anything to say about that how what i've realized that my practice has become to express myself if presence and who i am is my art then my practice is to express myself the faith that i have is in the creation process and in the invitation and my responsibility even, my gift is the sharing it's not my gift, the wisdom that I have to say or whatever nuggets or whatever it is, that's not my gift because that's the place I was stuck in and I totally relate to people who are looking for their message, looking mm-hmm. for their thing, that's that's mm-hmm. all been a bunch of baloney, I, I was stuck in a competitive mind frame where I need an edge that's not within me Accepting that I am the edge, I am the mantra, I am the art. My practice is to express myself, Mm. not worry about who is going to look at it and why. The practice of expression and the responsibility of sharing is now possible in ways that it's never been before using technology and the internet, which is just... It's so exciting! I, <laughs> I can do a dance. Yeah. Uh, so, we have to go in a minute for the next segment. But maybe in the next minute or so, you, you have you found that to be true about the act of express expressing and sharing as a practice, as opposed to like worrying about it. And
1: yeah, that's probably one of the harder things for myself to remember. Um, but I'm really glad that you brought it in back into that perspective. That the gift is actually in our sharing, is in softening, is in feeling that resistance inside of us. Getting to experience those emotional tones, which are so lost in our culture, that is so obsessed with information and consuming and holding. Those emotional tones have been something that is actually kind of in a drought for many of us. So uh, it makes total sense. I saw that video that you posted. There was a that willingness to reveal, that vulnerability to express yourself that allows people a window into remembering that they're more than just information. They're not just a cog in the wheel that our humanity, our feeling... the the liquid, the water that flows through our bodies, the emotion, and getting to rise up and allow ourselves to reveal that emotion through a video, through an animated GIF, through a poem that you express, through a story that you share. And technology is just inviting us, seducing us, into feeling more of that fleshiness that we are. You know, it gives us this window, right? We all have the opportunity to film ourselves on our iPhone, our smartphone, but how many actually do it, right? It's okay, it's okay. We're children, really, in this realm, I think, and we're learning to trust that it's safe, that the matrix is safe. The matrix of the Internet is really the Akashic field manifesting. Everything is recorded. Every word that we utter, everything that we type, right? everything that we connect to through the inter- Internet is being recorded. And that's kind of an intense statement to say, right? What? Ah! It is. Especially but this is recorded. It, and it is. <laughs> but that I say that, and I also say that I am committed to play. I am committed to becoming more like a child To playing with my friends To surrounding myself with people That allow me into that vulnerability We, we don't really have a choice Not to, to choose that right now <laughs> It's pretty intense So find your playmates Create your art Find your holding space you know, within, su- within that field And we'll be back in a minute I don't recall.
0: I'd like to spend the next eight minutes or so we have left Somehow, if we could talk about fear and shame Why? Because we can get inspired and motivated and realize Oh my God, yes we can, yes I can I have Facebook, I have my domain names, I have my things And I even have my messages And I have my small, large audience that's ready for me And yet, what's holding us back is that place of shame, that place of fear? And I connected to it when on break, I realized that the truth is, I tried video when I moved into New York. I had this challenge of doing 100 days of video before my son was born. And I did, I recorded videos, I posted them online. I look, my voice is shaking just from the memory mm-hmm. because. When I went back into my class where I was taking, where I have been training to do the art that I am doing, my consciousness training thing, there was another player, artist, another person in there. And, I, and she said to me, oh, I saw your videos. They're very cute. And I went home and I took all the videos off. And you've mm-hmm. never seen them again. And that that was the last time I recorded before this week. Now, I'm sharing that because it was that place of shame that was triggered in me that decided, no, I'm not doing it anymore. It's not my, whatever, whatever reasons. I don't want to get into it. However, it's true. That shame, that place of fear that's been holding me back. And I, I, what I want to talk about if we can, that it's not about overcoming that. That's what I'm realizing. That's what I have realized. It's not about overcoming that place of fear or shame. It's the, quite the opposite. It's using it, it's embracing it as the. I don't know. I have this image of a boat, of a thruster, of a spaceship, and how it uses opposite energy in order to thrust itself forward. And I have that visualization as I consider my shame and fear and hesitations and that place where I went home and took off all the videos. Mm -hmm. I felt shame. And now I've been transmuting it, transforming it into that creative and expressive energy. Is that accurate? Mm -hmm. Because that's what you in your project and your service in embodying voice and the embodiment art project that you run, you help people With exactly that, right? Using their voice?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. What can you tell our listeners, viewers who want to express and they feel that shame, that deep place of numbness that causes us to lock up and erase everything?
1: I think you said it really well, is that it's not about letting it go. It's actually about feeling into those tensile forces and owning your goodness
0: what what is tensile?
1: Tensile, <laughs> It's like the the pressures. Okay. Right. Um. I'm. I was sifting through my iPhone to try to find a poem because sometimes poetry just expresses it better, right? Yeah. But um, I. I'm too. I'm it? too. It's just too much. In, well, I could. I could. If I was. If there was another break. We'll post perhaps. it up on the summary. Right. The I can summary. do that. Okay. Right. But it's a poem really about. Um. Uh. Well, it's about how shame is like a pressure. And if you think of the way a diamond is formed, it's formed through that pressure. And our inquiry, our ability to dive into and explore and navigate inside of that pressure and to find our goodness, Mm. to find our holiness.
0: So are you telling me that all of the years of shame and suppression and places that I felt that I have had an unfair situation because of whatever that the more the more shame and suppression that I've experienced I can actually allow that to become my gift and my the beauty of my expression so that's that's the uh, so the shame becomes my engine of creativity or an engine of creativity
1: yes and I'll just bring it back to Let's say an example when you Please. write poetry, if people are out there have ever written a poem there's a way of tuning into yourself, and the really the best poetry I believe is poetry that tunes into the energy of the body and explores that those tensile forces within what 's the word what can how can I express this thing, this feeling mm. right, and you have to find the the language of metaphor it 's the only language that really gives life gives current to that expression so one of the things that we do inside of the embodied art project is I get people to express their poem through their voice to send me audio tracks and then what I do is I include that in the transcription that I create of the art and what I found with this process is that people's poetry begins to evolve and it begins to get more complex, more intricate, more diamond like. Mm. Because our shame underneath it actually is a diamond. It's our ability to really find, refine, refinement, right? F- move into those details of the expression. And that's why art, coming back to, you know, the core of this conversation, for me spiritual Connection is so much about artistic refinement. It's owning those details, you know, knowing how precious it is to take a walk, breathing in air, feeling the sensual connection and the pleasure of eating, of crying. It's in owning those details and not glossing over them. So right now we're in a crisis of imagination because there's a lot of glossing over. We see things on our Facebook feed, and it's just filling our minds with a distraction from those connections oftentimes. So I think that that's actually the revolution that's upon us, is to realize that this is important, that these details are important. They are vital to our understanding of ourselves and to the universe into claiming our truest freedom, which comes with responsibility. And it's going to take practice. Just like when you started playing the violin, you have to practice. You have to come back to it. Like you, you have to make the videos, you have to keep sharing. Yeah, and, uh, it's
0: and using your community like sitting here in the studio it's the practice of me showing up uh you know joining your embodiment embodiment art project on facebook and actually yeah you give the cues you give the space and actually taking action you know so using technology and structure in order to practice expression in order to show up consistently and i First of all, I want to thank you for your time. This is you're going to be here again, that's for sure. Uh, we're going to add your website and poem information to the summary of the show. But is there a website you want to share with people to find you?
1: People can find me um, on Facebook. Great. Um, and people can find me through my website, which is embodybymegwin.com with one n m e g w y n, and also the embodiedartproject.com.
0: So. A consciousness artist, that's what you are, Megwin, that's what I am, that's what we are. That's what our new definition of spiritual evolution is acknowledging the artists that we are in weaving containers, creating spaces for that evoke transcendence, that evoke that place in us where we surrender. And thank you for reminding me and getting me even more excited about the years of shame and suppression and unfairness that i've felt about the world because now i get to have that shape my art and have that dance that resistance actually become my play so with love and appreciation we'll talk to you soon
1: thank you so much this was such a pleasure